Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Industrial Marketer Podcast, your place for the tips, tech, trends, and tactics for industrials who care about driving leads and revenue to their businesses. I, as always, am one of your hosts, thrilled to be here, industrial marketer in the streets and in the spreadsheets, uh, Joey. And as always, I am joined by Nelson, Nelson, Summer Swelser, Nels Jensen. How are you, my friend? Friends. I'm uh, I'm doing very well, very well. I I am happy to be here on this summer day, talking with with a colleague who who I respect when we're talking about anything, but especially when we're talking about content vehicles. And my and my man Nels, we have an excellent episode topic today. Um, I, it's one, you know, you and I talk about this thing all the time. We talk about it at the agency all the time. Our clients are talking about it all the time, but we're diving into a content tactic and content type this week. And I couldn't be more excited. Nels, tell them what our topic is today. Well, we are, we are going to be taking a look at video in industrial marketing. Yes. As if we, uh, you know, Regular listeners to the show know that we're keen on visuals and uh, consumer behavior that has become B2B behavior, that has become industrial buying behavior. Uh, And video fits into all of the above. It's no surprise. We like to look at things um, and it should not be a surprise to anybody. And we're going to dive in and try to explain uh, a little bit across some breadth and depth and some different ways, lenses to look at video. But uh, yeah, we all need to be upping our games in a video for industrial marketing. I couldn't agree more. I mean, and Nels, this kind of fits into that perfect pocket of like the the people in the audience for the show, because whether you're at the top of the food chain and you're a CEO thinking whether or not you need to invest more budget overall in video or whether you need to pull back the curtain on things that you think are proprietary, or if you're you know on the marketing floor, just desperate for assets and desperate for things that will get people's attention among the myriad of noise that is online marketing, especially when it comes to the niche of industrial marketing in the online marketplaces. So we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about what video is, why it's important, how people can use it. But I mean, Nels, you know I love specifics. So I'm going to tell you some stats that I found about video in our current market. And I just kind of want to get your impression of what you think of when you hear these stats. Like, what does it mean to you? So like when you hear stats, like 85% of businesses use video as a marketing tool. And this comes from a B2B you know, businesses survey, or that 87% of B2B marketers say that video has increased their landing page site or social traffic. Like what, like what, what do you hear? What do you hear when you see, when you hear that? Actually, my first uh, instinctive thought to that is that we've got some catching up to do in the manufacturing and industrial. (laughs) (laughs) Because you would think that, okay, if if we're in, I would say (laughs) your first thought is, okay, if 85 and 87% of B2B marketers are saying this, what's that sub-segment of industrial B2B marketers who would say the same thing? I, I should have looked it up. Uh, I shouldn't be throwing stats off the top of my head, but I, I've seen where sixty percent of industrial marketers use um, video. I and you know, again, I apologize for not having that at my uh, disposal. 
But um, <clears throat> I'm pretty confident that we have some catching up to do. We're behind the curve. But that just means the evidence is there for us to jump in, dive in, well, and make it work. And, and exactly. Okay. That is the thing. Actually, before before we move on, I, there are two other stats that I want to throw at you that's directly related to what you just said. Is If we're behind the curve and even a subset of a subset that – well, what do you we, like? We've got stats like 96% of people have watched an explainer video about a product or a company service. You know, 78% of people watch videos every week in some capacity. Like, what does that tell you? What yeah, do you, what well, do you we think know, of when you hear those trends? So, yeah, and that's actually, we know that engineers, when they're doing research on projects, will watch product feature videos, right? Exactly. And that, that mirrors that stat is. You know, it's in the high 90s. But if 78% of the population in the business world is watching videos every week, then we know that it's a lot more. It can't just be engineers that we're directing videos to. So, you know, what this says to me is that even in our subset of a market is that we have activities, we have behavior, we have consumer needs that match that type of content output. And even like if you're like, well, we're super niche and who really cares? It's like we're a software provider that helps people manage their internal, you know, you know, B2B and industrial inventories or, or whatever it may be. It's like, we're super niche. It's like, I promise you before someone's going to spend thousands of dollars on it, they're probably going to want to watch some sort of explainer video. Uh, if it's an engineer or a controller or someone wanting to know how it's going to integrate with their IT systems, they're going to hope there's some sort of visual walkthrough yep. of that. So, yep. like, you know, people are looking for it. And Nels, as you said, I would assume, you know, the deeper you dig into our segments, the the less and less the usage gets of video. Yeah, and, the, you know, this is um, growth that just aligns with, all the other digital growth we've seen in industrial marketing, right? Right. You know, if you want to go back to the, you know, loss of trade shows and personal sales networks, you know, this was, you know, happening before the pandemic hit, but it's accelerated, you know, beyond what anybody expected. So yes, we're, we have expectations and behaviors now that translate from our personal habits, right? You social media, you expect to be able to have a customer service issue dealt with via social media. You, you know, expect to be able to see a demonstration of how something works. You, we, you've just totally changed our um, baseline foundational expectations and behaviors. So I, I couldn't agree more. I'm so happy you brought that up. I had a note in my notes is to say like COVID, you know, COVID question mark essentially is, you know, we have become so accustomed to video interactions. You know, we're on Zoom and we're on Google Hangouts. There are services like Vidyard and Wistia that have popped up that are like, we're going to make video recording, editing and professional distribution as easy as possible because we know it's so important. You know, we are just, you use the word that I love was expectations. And so that's where I think the end of this question of why is video important is because the people we're trying to reach expect it. Yeah, that's so, that's really the <laughs> the nuts and bolts of it is it works because it's expected and it's expected because that's what people do now and that's how they engage. Right, and and actually, not to you know, Vidyard has actually been around for a long time. A long time. It, 
it was before it's it was it became available before its time. The market wasn't ready for it. We've reached the point now where okay, pretty much everybody is like, oh, well, there's got to be a way to sort of rec- record these sessions, distribute them, cut them up, whatever. So its time has come. And I think that's another thing that we should just mention before we dive in too much is when we talk about video, we're we're talking in a real general sense. It, every video doesn't need to be super high end produced, you know, very expensive, right? Mm-hmm. But some of them, no. but some, but some of them, you should be making sure you're putting out a very high quality product. But there are tons of video tools and tons of video uses where it can literally be done with your phone. So, you know, not all video is created the same. Um, not all video is consumed the same. But we are we are using the term very loosely to talk about produce video and, yes. you know, uh, disruptive, inexpensive, easy to do it yourself video as well. It's, it covers, yeah. right. We're being inclusive when we talk about video. There, there's a large swatch, you know, and, and it can run the gamut from, you know, online live trade shows that are run exclusively through video services, all the way down to exactly what we would expect, which would be pre-recorded videos that go on YouTube, the website, banner ads or or whatever. Yeah. You know, so those, everything in between is kind of what we're talking about here. And that's why it's such an important and valuable content aspect, you know, and, and let me get the boring stuff out of the way really quick. Hey guys, it's Joey in your social media SEO corner. We're talking about how video can really help with the SEO technical side of things today. So for all you nerds out there, for all the people who are like, well, why should video work on my site. Well, video thumbnails are shown in research results. We we see it improving click-through rates from Google searches. Uh, search algorithms tend to, we can't prove this, but they tend to favor video. We see that in social uh, settings as well. well Posts I think, with yeah. um, video do better. I, I think that explanation is actually pretty simple because Google can show you a YouTube pre-roll. But anyway, I'm just being it, well, a, a and the video so video search results pop up near the top of search results like they per, those algorithms prefer video within them, whether it's social media or search engines. Exactly. But quite yeah. frankly, it helps on a user engagement level. If you have a seven minute video that engages people and keeps them on your site for seven minutes, that increases the average time on site. That increases the authority that your site gets. It increases how you show up in search rankings. Yada, 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 yada. It's all good if you can keep people engaged with your stuff and in your universe of content a long time. And video has proven time and time and time again since it since the Mad Men days that it keeps people's attention. And yeah. so now is a time more than any other that we can and should be taking the opportunity to use it. And, and we're not going to dive into the the weeds. That's mixing my metaphors here. Uh, we're uh, not going to get we're not going to get into the weeds about when to do a 90 second video versus when it's okay to do a seven minute video. We might mention it throughout, but again, we're talking in the general sense. There's a lot of um, research out there. There's plenty of expertise you can tap into for what type of parameters around what types of videos. Um, Right. But let's, but let's get in there. Let's talk about the opportunities. Let's talk about, you know, uh, what people share videos, people create backlinks, you know, we've got all sorts of, you know, 
opportunities that this content's going to get reused and redistributed and lead to other content. So what should we be using videos for? Well, let me let me prime a thought for you, Nell. So um, I know that everyone thinks like, oh, videos. So they think like the Old Spice commercials or they think, you know, really long informational videos that bore people to tears. You know, they're, they're thinking of standard things. But like when when you and I are talking about videos or when we're diving in with the client and you say, hey, here are some ways that we can think about using videos for you industrial for you, you know, B2B industrial person, what are you usually thinking of? I mean, for me, I usually go to like some sort of product overview or demonstration or some version of showing a service, like showing yes. the value. Those yes. are kind of where my mind goes first. But like, you know, Nelson, you kind of living in this content world every day. Uh, what, what do you, where does your mind go when you think of, well, how should B2B industrials be using video? Yeah, well, the simplest thing actually is, and it and it's proven again in traffic patterns and in consumption behaviors. Showing how things are made is just yes. a very simple approach that you can't go wrong with. And there are, you know, there are unbelievable um, video threads that emanate out of Pinterest and um, Etsy and and you know mm-hmm. creators, basically people making things. It's like really cool to watch a part being made with the grinding then how they remove material or on the converse 3d and additive and about how all of a sudden there's nothing on, on the base. And seven minutes later, there's a cool part. You know, I mean that this people really love watching things being made. So that's where the product videos, but really we also, we're talking about solutions as well. So yeah. the how, how did you relieve the pain point? How did you solve a problem for your client, how did you help them arrive at efficiency or profit or quality? You know the the solutions ultimately. You know that's a that's a really big piece yeah. of it. And I want to put a pin in that one for just a second. And I imagine we'll come back to this in a little bit. But you know, one of the things that people will say, especially in the industrial sectors, is well, all of our stuff is proprietary, or we have, you know, uh, we can't talk about any of our customers. You know, non disclosures, we can't even say who who we're working for, and so that limits anything we can do with video. And then, and while I will agree with that to a degree, I would say it restricts it more than it more than oh, it hinders yeah, it. So yeah, I, it, it kind think, of gives us you a focus to say, well, we can't talk about exactly how this product is made because it's under lock and key. It's NDA. You know, we have a client who owns those whatevers. But you can talk about how your process helped a company in an industry like this solve this problem with a custom solution or a custom fabrication or, you know, a custom weld. You know, you can talk about those levels of it. And even there's there uh, you speak, you talk about you speak of Etsy, my sir, Nels, you know, there are people that will make animatics of those types of things. So it's not a matter of showing proprietary information. It could be illustrating. It could be animating animating it in a way of showing the value. So that's really what it comes down to is how can you visually represent the value and what you're bringing to the table that's unique. Uh, right. That I think yeah. is also key. Yeah. There's um, another point too, just also, you know, think about your methodologies, think about how you go to market, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, because you can align your videos with your overall initiatives. Like I, you know, I love talking about segmenting and targeting, right? So we'll take a look at your customer database. So what is 
the, you know, the video you can cross align with prospect prospecting, right? What are some of the videos that you can align with your, uh, how to uh, work with your current customers to either accelerate deals or to increase order sizes? You know, think about how do you remarket? How do you go after past customers? What is the video that you could use to help bring them back to the table with, hey, here's what you missed out on in the last, uh, you know, know, product cycle? what you let's take advantage of some of the things that you were talking about Nelson a little bit ago is we have an we have a huge database and you know what we are able to segment it by all the engineers in the database and up uh, wouldn't you know it we have a website where we can load up all of our product videos and we can have them in a database and let's send a welcome email to all of the engineers in our database with a quick vidyard that just says hey did you, hey engineer did you know we have this entire database over here yeah. that can give you everything you need for this product and this product and this product gets them there, gets them saving it and gets them coming back to you for a resource. It's quick. It's easy. And a lot of times those videos already exist somewhere in your archives. So, you know, there are ways to cleverly put together easy things with things you have. And now it's like you said, really segment in on the database. Like who do we have in our mix that needs to be talked to? And what message can we get in front of them quickly? Right. And one of the opportunities here, too, is to just because I mentioned, oh, we're, we're looking, what is a video we can do to help uh, accelerate um, deals with current customers? Doesn't mean that that video is only available to be used for that case. If you do a good job with the videos, you'll be able to, this may also apply to the consideration phase for you know, other people on the, on the journey as well. And before I forget, I also just wanted to mention, you know, a huge opportunity that every manufacturer should be using video for is workforce and recruit. Yes. You know, <clears throat> the, the yeah. first, if, if you said, what's the first video we should do, we're going to jump into video. It'd be do a cool video on why somebody wants to, would want to come to work with you, it, yeah. you know, and, and those do not have to be the super high processed expensive ones, though, if you were going to spend money on one, that actually might be a good one to spend money on. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Cause it's, it's going to be seen by a lot of people. You want to put your best foot forward. You want to show them, you know, a, a good impression of, you know, why people stay at your company, why people work there. So anyway, that uh, do not underestimate the power of video in, in recruitment, especially in this day and age where it is so difficult to find skilled labor. I, I couldn't agree more, you know, hands raised on that now. Thank you for bringing it up. But I, I want to go back to that kind of case study or sales help email is, or sales help video in the sense that, yeah, like you have case studies that I'm sure salesmen use along the way of saying, oh, how did we solve? Yeah, we could do that custom. We did that for company XYZ. He read this little one-sheeter about it. If you have that not only as a one-sheeter, but also as a video testimony or a video representation, you can share that on your site so people can stumble on it. But if someone ever asks, it's like, oh, how did you guys get around the, the fabrication hassle of getting this metal to, to do you know, against this metal? It's like, you know what? We actually have a process for that and we have a video about it and you send it in the sales process. It can help close deals and knowing what questions you need to answer at what, you know, we talk about the journey a lot on this show, but you know, what questions do you need to be answering when people are just trying to become aware of who you are and what you do? You know, Nelson, you mentioned like, why work for us and why people stay and what we do like brand overview videos. 
consideration, you know, journey, you know, people looking deeper into your services, into your products. That's a lot of product videos, service, how to's, those could be longer. You know, you can have, you can get people's attention for like nine, 10 minutes at a time on some, like, and they're considering how you do a solution. But, but the first time, you know, that again, this is where really good video initiatives are, are smart about how do you leverage what you're doing? You're not just making one video when you have the videographer there. I'm assuming mm-hmm. you don't have videographers on staff, so you're bringing somebody out. So you're plotting out, okay, two or three different things that we can do related to this piece of equipment or this department or this specific um, initiative. So yes, it's a shorter video about the benefits. It's a shorter video that looks at you know, just sort of the cool, hey, here's how we made this tool, you know, or here's right. how we made this part versus the consideration phase where you want to do a comparison of, hey, why why would you want to buy from Joey's, you know, company versus competitors? Because here's what Joey's offers and you can yeah. get in a little more depth and maybe you also, you know, mix in the, you know, the uh, B-roll or you show mm-hmm. a, you know, come the side-by-side comparison chart that's so awesome in the consideration phase that, hey, we do everything they do and we do these two or three things. You know, the every video, again, is not created equal. And just keep that in mind when you're plotting out your video strategy. I agree. I mean, and, and atomizing things is we talk about it in other forms of content. Atomizing video is extremely applicable in this scenario. If you're going to be making a long brand video, chop it up into segments and that you can use some as, you know, a pre-roll YouTube ad. You can use some as attention grabbers on Facebook or on LinkedIn yep, yep. as, you know, drop-ins on social. Um, You can have, you can make content out of that and share it in different segments or release it in phases on your website. So there are a lot of different ways to atomize, you know, throwing, you know, uh, gifts of them in, in emails to clients. So that is, there's a lot of is, different ways to use them. And that is such a strong point you're making, Joey, because we see this a lot. A lot of our clients have, oh yeah, we've got a video and it's seven minutes long. And it's like, well, what else do you got? Well, that's it. Well, there very few venues are friendly to seven minute first encounter videos. So it's like, okay, you know, can we get the little clip? Can we do this? Can we, you know, yeah. by then they're done with the production. They did it. And that, that's the end of it. it. It's, you know, I wish we could train people on how to build a package. Yes. You're going through the time and expense to produce a seven minute video, you know, knocking out a couple other pieces of it. Parts of it is uh, essential right. for distribution alone. Right. Well, but and that's where and that's where things like now, you know, technologies nowadays, I do think are popping up, you know, things we talked about, Mistia, Wistia, YouTube, even, you know, YouTube editor has a lot of this capability in it. And too, iMovie has a lot of this, um, you know, there are even companies and things popping up, you know, we've got industrial studios, you know, popping up and making various industrial, you know, industrial specific videos. And so, you know, there are solutions and there are avenues. And so that's why I, I know you and I feel it, but, you know, so we can record it and say it, say it publicly is it gets so frustrating. People's like, Oh, we just can't make videos. We just, videos are too expensive. They're too much of a hassle. And we just won't, we, we're not a very visual company or yeah, we don't have well, anything. We're a distributor. What are we going to say? It's like, yep, there are my, ways to do this. Right. And my point is if you're, especially we, we assume that people are even bringing others in for simple videos, right? Disruptive do-it-yourself videos. You know, it's almost should be like, never make one video, right? 
It should almost be, if you're going to go to the expense and time of doing a video, you should be doing a package around that, whatever content is. So anyway, enough of that soapbox, right? No, no. I love that soapbox. Hashtag never one video, you know, for all I care. I like that because that should be the mindset of even if all we have is the budget to make one, then break it. Make one and break it up into five other things that you can use alongside that one. Never make one video. Um, You know what? Now, so we've talked a lot about this, and I think we should actually get into, since we say never make one, we should give them five that they should make. What do you think about yes. that? Yeah. All right. We're going to head down to the shop floor, and we're going to list the five ways that an industrial marketer should be using video right now in 2022. So let's walk on down there. One of these days we're going to have like on the shop floor music. Well, you know, I think we could... I think you referenced industrial studios. I, I think we need to subcontract some work to our new partners at industrial I, studios. I, I mean, think that this, would be fantastic. Yeah. I want an on the shop floor theme song. I want it to be like fifties jazz on the shop floor, but that's, that's for, for today. So here we are now. So we're on do the I shop a, floor. Do I get a vote on that? No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> right, if you can come on. up with one better, then you no, get a vote. Carry um, I, uh, we're here to get some work done. That's what we do on the shop floor. And so we've talked about why videos are important. We've talked about you know how they can benefit a site and a marketing plan. We've talked about different opportunities and ways to rethink how people have thought of videos in the past. But Let's really narrow it down and and give people five things that anyone can and should be doing, especially industrial marketers when it comes to video, creating, using, and marketing with it. So um, these are in no particular order. This is not a, you know, have to do these in this order. These are just five that have opportunity and that can be done. Um, And let's just start with one that we started with at the top of the show, Nels, product and solution demo videos. This is something that I think is ubiquitous. It's it's one that anytime that you and I are brought into a project and video is introduced, the question is asked, are there product videos? Do you have demonstration videos for your things? You know, so why is this one so important? Yeah. What do you do? What what does this product do? What does the service do? Uh, you know, how do you differentiate it from uh, competitors? You know, product demonstrations are uh, foundational, they're important. Um, you can make them more interesting and creative than you might think. But yes, this is this is the essence of explaining, making it easy for somebody to understand, you know, what you do and why you do it. This is going to be a crass analogy, but I'm going to use it anyway. This is essentially the new age version of walking into someone's house as a vacuum cleaner salesman and dropping dirt on their floor. It's just like, look at how this works. Don't you want this machine? I can prove to you it works, but I don't have to dump dirt on your floor nowadays. Thank you, Zoom. It's just like it is the I'm going to prove to you that my solution, my product, my service works. And yeah, this is so, how it does it. Right. And here's the here's one of the tricky things about just manufacturing content in general, right? Product features, product um, capabilities, product demonstrations uh, don't mean squat to 
a lot of your audience, but they mean everything to the engineer. They need everything to the facility manager, whatever. So yes, it's important that yes, this is the new product feature on this iteration of this product. But the other thing about product videos is the solution side. What is it that it actually helped? How did they help, you know, solve the issue? What's the pain point? Um, you know, that's where this combination of uh, features and capabilities comes to life and what the outcome was for somebody yeah. is very important too. And again, this nuances and subtleties always matter. You know, the answer it really is, it depends, but mm -hmm. that's where, you know, doing your homework and knowing how to approach, you know, some videos can be very technical uh, and, you know, into, into the weeds, right. And some should be much more about, what you accomplished, right? What is this? Mm -hmm. How does this help you save time, money, whatever? Well, and I, you know, and I'm going to add, uh, you know, kind of raise, I'm going to answer the people who are raising their hand and be like, well, what about, you know, proprietary information? Or we can't talk about, you know, the NDAs that we have. And that's where like service-based and solution overview videos, especially animated or illustrated ones can come in really, really handy because you're able to explain and visually represent complex and sometimes sophisticated or behind the scenes com uh, conversations and processes um, in an easier to digest and share way. Um, and if, if you're working in an industry with those types of restrictions and legalities, then most of the people who are going to be in your universe will understand that. So showing them a video that represents what you do in language they can understand or an illustration can, can really go a long way because yeah. most people won't scratch that itch or most other companies would have the same reservations about it as you do. And so if there's an opportunity there, there's a gap in the market. Well, that's that's actually a great transition to the second on our list of mm -hmm. types, right? How should you be using video? So um, there's a fine line between a solution video and a testimonial or case study video. But let me frame it around a way that you have proprietary issues to deal with. Okay, here's a great way to frame a testimonial case study if you have some you know, proprietary issues. It's like, okay, customer X came to us and asked us to do Y, right? They came to us and said, we need to reduce our cycle time because we're spending too long on the, the first part of this assembly. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you can explain what you did. You can show what you did without getting into the, oh, well, we were able to use this fancy technological patented thing, right? You might be able to show the machine actually working without describing what was the differentiation. But testimonials, case studies, we've talked about these before. They can be really tough because people don't want to share the ROI. They don't want to share the dollar, actual dollar savings. They don't want to share specifics. They want to be general. Fine. But videos, you know, the testimonial as well. If you can get the client to say, oh, well, we loved working with Joey because Joey was able to do X, Y, and Z. Great. It's like, that is awesome. And you can do yeah. testimonial type videos with, hey, customer asked us to do this. We did this. We saved them a bunch of time and money. Hey, we can help you too. It's, it's uh, you know, the case study is, is, can be difficult because you're really looking for, for numbers that absolutely illustrate dollars saved and time saved or, you know, whatever. Doesn't always work. It's not always clean, but video testimonies can be very powerful 
because you're showing something and also because you can get your client on camera to yeah. make the case for you. Well, and this is one where this is like number two and it's broken up into like, you know, testimonials, case studies, ROI It's basically essentially ROI, proving ROI on a customer experience level. So this is a one-to-one story share video. It could be a short testimonial. It could be a longer visual case study. It, it, it falls into that proving, you know, what you do because of a scenario that you have chosen. And honestly, these can be proprietary if you need them to be too. Have a couple videos that really show a deep, in-depth process that you did for an electromagnetic, you know, engine, and then, and then have that for only your salespeople to use. You know, that's not publicly on your site. That's not sure, publicly, right, right. you know, or out there gated, on social. Gated, gated for some qualified lead, right? Exactly. So you can use these in different stages of the funnel, but be thinking of short testimonials for social media and then longer case study deep dives for your website and for your, you know, your salesman to use on the on the sales path as well. So these can be broken up and should be thought of in a lot of different ways. And these are also ones where because the B2B is just a, a litigious industry and there's a lot of non-disclosures floating around that you may have to get a little creative in thinking of an animated or an illustrated solution to show a concept or a solution that you did for a customer that you kind of have to keep behind a black box. And that's a good point. Animated animations, you know, uh, are very much in within the umbrella we're talking about with videos, right? Yeah. So moving on to the number three type of video that all industrials should be using in 2022 is this is a more general one. So it's lower on the list, but brand overviews, you know, there are, there's a lot of noise, out in the market nowadays, and you're like, well, we do this. I would imagine there are 12 to 13 to 15 to 100 other businesses that do that same thing. So who are you? What makes you different? It's your elevator pitch in on in a video. And it needs to be quick. It needs to get people's attention. And it needs to clearly explain what you do non-jargony. That's what I'll say. It needs you need to walk away and remember the video, not just like we're a top of the line, think outside the box, strategic something or other visionaries. You know, think of it this way too. How often do you hear, oh yeah, you guys are out on Highway Y? You know, I I I've known you guys have been here for years. I'm not really sure what you do. You know, yeah. these are <laughs> these are great, these are great opportunities for outreach. Um it's, it doesn't have to be complicated, but again, this is actually one you might want to spend some money on and have it pretty polished because you can create interest in your community for workforce, for mm-hmm. lots of different things, economic development. You never know when somebody, you know, in a elected position gets attention. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden it's, you know, so you're trying to, you're trying to get some um, grant or some, you know, law chain, whatever, zoning, yep. whatever. It's uh, the more people who know what you do in your community, the better it is. So that, yeah. yes, it's an, that that's a flat across industry thing. It's a vertical in terms of local interest. You know, you really should be good at telling people what you do. 
Right. Well, and and the other aspect of this is just explaining organization hierarchies or solutions and opportunities within your own universe. And so, you know, we deal in the industrial B2B space and its conglomerates on ownerships, on acquisitions, on mergers. And so it's like, wait, weren't you guys this company? It's like, oh, yeah, but we got bought and now we're part of this umbrella. Now everything is no longer this name, but now we're this name. You know, there's a lot of that that goes on. And so making sure that you have clearly defined divisions value propositions, you know, hey, we're company XYZ. And you may have thought that you heard us about this or this or this, but we're really, you know, related to this people. And this is how this fits. We work on this and turbo machinery and we do this and we do that. And that's, those are really, really helpful things to answer questions quickly and to get people to turn around past that awareness stage and really think of, oh, that's a company that I can and should be doing business with. And now that I know what they do, I can. And then under the never do one video, you could, you know, hire somebody to do the uh, come work for us and do the brand uh, video. Right. Mm, Totally agree. I, yeah, the, the recruitment videos you mentioned earlier that I praised um, would fit perfectly in this, the brand overview, why work for us. This is who we are, what we do and what you can do when you're here. Those, those are very, those are good to just have on hand for any time there's a hiring surge or a need. Yep. And there's, you know, there's other ways too that you can talk about your brand is who works for you, right? Yeah. I on this the next topic we're diving into, number 4 on our list, ongoing series right? These are, you know, you can do this in terms of appointment viewing. You could do topical shows. You can also do your experts, right? You can do, you know, you could do a series on, you know, the people who work for you. So let's just talk, when we talk about a series, you know, that just means more than one. It doesn't have to be every single week, whatever, but you could do, you could do 10 expert interviews, you know, across your experts at your company, you could take one expert and do 10 interviews Mm -hmm. on different things, do short little pieces about, you know, different products or different services or different technical aspects. There's what other kinds of ongoing series should we be looking at? And this one falls into the category of, you know, People and algorithms and computers and everyone that uses the internet prefers ongoing content. You know, it's why people follow users on creators on YouTube. It's why people subscribe to newsletters. They like things that are helpful. And so if there is an, uh, you know, a handful of experts or there are experts in your industry that your CEO knows and can get a hold of, doing those interviews and having a series of 10 high profile interviews that relate to your company, what you do do or how you're an expert in your field can be extremely valuable, not only just for news opportunities, but to share amongst all of your channels. But, you know, outside of that, you know, you know, Nelson, you were talking about creating a sustained series. So is there a five part series that you could do with your lead engineer and your IT director on a process that they worked out. You make that five video series and then you have people subscribe to it on your website. And then you have some qualified warm leads of people who you know are interested in that process. And so there are ways that you can do that. You can even bring it out and have day in the life videos. You know, this is for recruitment too. talk about recruitment. It's like, here's a day in the life of one of our CNC machinists. And it's a fun little video of like, well, on Mondays, uh, you know, uh, Deborah works on this 
this project. And on Wednesdays, you know, it's always the it's always the uh, the ductwork day. And so everyone gets and works on this massive project that we're doing. You know, sure. something like that is an easy way. And it could be a DIY video. That's an easy, cheap way to do something quickly and ongoing and have people constantly in your universe. Yeah. And here's the benefit of an ongoing series is also it teaches you, helps you learn how to do video, right? It, it, you, it, you bring more people into the fold, you get more people interested and you're going to hear good ideas as well. And, you know, this could be, well, what are we going to do it on? Well, okay. What are your salespeople? What are they, what are they asked all the time? What are they trying? What are your initiatives? What are you trying to prioritize in, you know, for sales and for marketing, you know, align video with your company goals. And by all means, you know, if there are certain things that, Oh, we're always being asked about X or Y. There's your video. content video categories, right? You know, find you know, do three, do three videos on you know the product in question, or do a couple of videos on the service, right? Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I I think it's just so important. And those on that ongoing content is so good to have. You know, especially I hear you know industrial marketers being like, woohoo, yeah, content, I need it please give me some new stuff to do. Um, so like, that's, that's great. And that's what we want. Um, you know, and I know that ongoing series people will hear that and be like, Oh, that's such a commitment. Like if we start it, we have to keep it going. And that's true. So number five is, is a, is a low ball is a low hanging fruit one. Low, number five is one that everyone should be doing and it's your customer service. Thank you. Admin stuff. Why not use videos in that you get a new, you're still in business. So you're getting clients. So every time you get a new client, have your entire staff make a fun little welcome aboard video and send them to it. You have a service where you have a welcome aboard video that you've made and you send to everybody and you reuse it a bunch. Um, A thank you if you're an e-commerce shop, a thank you for your purchase video with the CEO or, you know, the sales manager wearing a funny hat. You know, everyone in this industry is in this industry because they have relationships and connections that drive their business and they are generating new sales and new relationships that they need to continue doing business. So Joey, are you talking about pre-made one size fits all? Are you talking about actually personalizing some of these messages? Either. That's one of the great things about the technology nowadays is you can have, there are, there are examples um, that you can search online and there are some great like welcome aboard videos where it's like the entire company celebrating and they just send it to everybody for everybody, but you probably could have the talk about a cop-based marketing. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Sue. Thanks, Jerry. You know, we're so glad you guys are aboard and we're looking forward mm-hmm. to X or Y, whatever. And it's just, you know what, sets you apart a little bit. And yeah. Vidyard is built Vidyard is built for stuff like that. Like I said, industrial studios, what you know, what our partners are doing are, are diving into making videos work for industrials and honestly answering your customers questions, involving them in the relationship of thank you for being a a customer of ours. Thank you for doing a project or, you know, uh, doing a quote with us. Uh, And, you know, I put this on our list, Nels, but the FAQ section on sites, there's no reason those can't have videos in them. It's like, Hey, what are the metals that you guys fabricate? And it's your chief engineer going, well, we fabricate with aluminum. We fabricate with steel. We fabricate with non this. And then you have yeah, the text below it. 
Right. And again, well, what would we do? Well, talk to your customer service people. What are the 10 most common things they hear? What are the three mm-hmm. most common things that they are asked about? Yeah. You know, it's uh, that's the do it yourself that really can um, you can get that out the door pretty quickly. No. Your, your, and- your team will tell you what people you know, want what people ask about. So whatever the most common issues are, do FAQ. And I would say that 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 one alone, this number five is kind of a silly one, not silly, but it's an easier one. It's less on the sales and marketing side of things, but I would garner a guess. It would set you apart immediately from a handful of your competitors. It would make you memorable every time someone you engage with you is like, I don't usually see this from my other industrial distributors or what may. Yeah. So, you know, it's another opportunity too, is that almost every industrial site has a section where they talk about their services and they talk about the industries they serve. And you know what? You can slice and dice videos for each. Hey, aerospace, here's what we've done for aerospace. This, And you don't have to be super comprehensive. Pick two or three cool things and then basically say, hey, let's talk to you about what we can do for your aerospace needs. Likewise, hey, we do finishing of round tube things, you know, here's throw those on your industry pages. Right. You know, it's it's the people go to websites and they're looking. you, You never know what lens they're looking through. And there's lots of things you can do that can appear on service pages and industry pages. It's, yeah. it's just kind of, and that's not just true for video. That's true for, for lots of things, but yeah, you, yeah. you know, you want to, you want to be able to easily, you want to provide answers as make it easy. The customer experience, the prospect experience as good as possible. And so in many cases, it's just like FAQs from either lens. It's yeah. the same well, content. You just adjust it slightly. Right. And to put a bow on this whole thing, let's let's end where we started. And it's why is this so important? Why are we saying, oh, FAQ videos and day in the life videos and DIY is because people expect it. That's just the world we live in now as we're in front of our screens, we engage with our screens and people, whether they're in business mode or in personal mode, are starting to expect that level of visual content. And so... Whether or not you're doing all of these, whether or not you're doing some of these, these are five things that you should be in some capacity trying to engage in in in, in 2022 marketing to in the industrial sectors. Um, Nels, you want to give them a recap of these top five things that we identified here before we wrap up? Sure. Number one, product solution demo videos, right? Just mm-hmm. think products in terms of features, capabilities, solutions. So product is is number one. Number two, yes. we're just going to call testimonials, right? This includes yeah. case studies. This includes making your ROI case. Basically, who, who vouches for you and why? So products, testimonials. Number three, brand, right? We've talked about this is your history, it's why people can come to work, why they want to come to work for you. It's a day in the life at your company. It's about things you do for different industries. Brand videos, very big. Number four, and we're calling this ongoing series, right? This is this is appointment viewing, right? You, you, you know, you can have it every week at four o'clock. We release this, but it's shelf life, long tail, expert interviews. Uh, you know, it could be a series about 
your products even, like I said, never make one video, right? So exactly. your, your ongoing series will also teach you how to do video and how to repurpose video. And uh, the final category we're calling the customer service thank you. This includes the personalized, includes, you know, when you can get the whole team out there to do some celebratory thing, you know, for everybody, includes FAQs, right? So yeah, products, yeah. testimonials, brand, ongoing, and uh, customer service. And I'll tell you what, that's a lot. Like if there's not one thing in there that you can cherry pick and do for your industrial company um, and, and set some priority aside for, um, then, then reach out to us actually, because I bet we can find one for you. You know, if we didn't hit one that you're like, that's going to fit for us, then talk to us. Um, you know, we're happy to help. There are other, there are other people out there that, that can help too, but I'll tell you what, we would love to chat with you. You know, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast uh, or our newsletter, do that, go to the site industrialmarketer.com and get subscribed. Um, email us at podcast at industrialmarketer.com with your questions, with your topics that you want us to talk about, with video stuff that you're curious about or ways that you've tried and have failed in the past or ways that you've tried and succeeded in the past that we should talk about. You know, let us know. Follow us on social and share those stories there too. So you can track us down. You can let us know. But, you know, we love this community. We love to learn from each other. And that's what we as industrial marketers are doing. So, you know, please join, please subscribe. And, and like we always say, Subscribe on all your friends' phones too, so our numbers go up. So, you know, Nels, it's been such a pleasure on this hot, steamy summer day to talk about the joy and the importance of video and industrial marketing. Um, I think we've been good, good advocates today. I think we've yes, done sir. some good work, and uh, we are very excited to have Industrial Studios coming on board. And um, because you know, yes, there are cool do-it-yourselfer videos you should do, and yes, there are lots of reasons that why you want to have really strong brand videos and i absolutely love your hashtag this is my new motto never do one video right exactly that's i think that's where we have to end this so hashtag everybody never do one video and until next time uh this has been the industrial marketer podcast thank you